Hello, everyone. This is Sheila Wainwright and Angel Williams. This is the last segment of our podcast series on Racism Revealed. Angel and I would like to thank the Reverend Hannah Atkins Romero for providing a safe space where conversations around racism took place, marked by learning and dialogue. We thank the truth tellers who shared their experiences on racism. It takes a lot of courage and vulnerability to share your stories. We thank you for tuning in, listening, and perhaps sharing this podcast with others. We hope that these conversations in many ways have provided a deepened understanding of people of color and their experiences and how they are treated in the world differently. We hope that this series has brought light to the reality of racism and the way it hurts everyone. It is important for everyone to recognize that racism is everyone's problem, including mine, and we must all work towards dismantling systemic racism. So, as Christians, let's profess a covenant that calls us to love one another and respect the dignity of every human being. Let me leave you with a statement from the Framework for Anti-Racism and Racial Reconciliation and Training in the Episcopal Church. Quote, The journey towards racial reconciliation must extend beyond the walls of training rooms in our churches and outwards into our communities and beyond. Since each person's journey begins and progresses at a different pace and with different contexts, racial reconciliation is an ongoing journey for each of us to pursue faithfully as fulfillment of our baptismal promises, end quote. Ibram Kendi, author of How to Be an Anti-Racist, said, to be anti-racist is a radical choice in the face of history, requiring a radical reorientation of our consciousness. So choose how much time you have each day, maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes or more, to become informed as step one and to become an active ally of the movement for equality and justice for all. Again, thank you all for listening to this podcast and we wish you well and peace and blessings be upon you. Angel Williams will continue and close out this series. Hello, everyone. I want to give thanks to God for allowing us an opportunity to come together using this platform. As we remain in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic, I'd like to share with you a poem entitled, First They Came. And this poem was written by a Lutheran pastor named Martin Niemöller, uh, who was born of German descent in, on January 14th, 1892, Niemöller believed that Germans had been complicit through their silence uh, in the Nazi imprisonment, persecution, and murder of millions of the Jewish people. 
First They Came First they came for the communists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out, because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out, because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. That poem is powerful, and I thought of this poem as it relates to our present-day plight and struggles of people of color in our country. I believe we're still a nation in bondage and suffering with the constructs of centuries of systemic racism. Many of us are not silent while many of us are silent. We can't afford to be silent. For to be silent is to be complicit. Activism occurs on all levels of society and virtually every institution from families to schools to places of worship to legislators and courtrooms and on city streets. We should recognize and include each other, especially people of color who are still experiencing and complaining about being excluded. So I challenge each of you to find where you fit in. Some of us will march in protest. Some of us will write or call our political leaders. Some will donate to various causes, and some will organize. Some of us will teach, and some will pray. But none of us, none of us have a right to be complicit, nor shall we be. For we all belong to God. I want to close in prayer now. Please bow your heads. Dear God, we join in prayer to celebrate this nation and surrender its destiny to you. We give thanks in our hearts for the founding of this country. We give thanks for and bless the souls of those who came before us to found this nation, to nurture and save it. We ask that God's Spirit now fill our hearts with righteousness. May we play our our parts in the healing and the furtherance of our country. May we be cleansed of all destructive thoughts. May judgment of others Bigotry, racism, and intolerance be washed clean from our hearts. May our minds be filled with thoughts of God. His unconditional love and his acceptance of all people. May this nation be forgiven its transgressions against the African American, Native American, and any and all others. 
May our lives be turned into instruments of resurrection, that the sins of our fathers might be reversed through us. May the beauty and the greatness of this land burst forth once more in the hearts of its people. May the dreams of our forefathers be realized in us, that we might live in honesty and integrity and excellence with our neighbors. And this prayer is called Prayer for America, and it was written by Marianne Williamson. I want to thank you all for tuning in to our final podcast series on Racism Revealed today on Monday, September 21st, 2020. Uh, my wife and I will provide additional anti-racism resources for your references uh, on Trinity's website. Until then, my friends, and until we meet in person, please take care of yourselves and each other. May God bless you.